This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. My next guest is a lovely young lady. Her new book is out, Time to Lighten the F Up. I love that. It's actually the name of the book, Time to Lighten the F Up. And uh, I guess I would describe her as a motivational, inspirational speaker on top of being an author. Her name is Madison Malloy. Madison, good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm good. Why are you tired? <laughs> I couldn't sleep last night. Because you were excited I'm about this. so excited. Yeah. No, I'm being serious. That's, yeah. I don't want to come off arrogant, but that's it's yeah. a very exciting thing. New York Radio, number one, you're on the air. 100%. Yeah. What, what time did you try to go to bed last night? I tried to go to bed at 8.30. And what time did you actually fall asleep? I don't even know. Like one in the morning. It's the worst uh, feeling. It's the like worst. Like 11 and then one. Oh. And then, but you know what? You just... You go on the energy. And so I, I've got my coffee. I'm good to go. Good to go. What time did you actually leave the hotel this morning? I uh, left at 6.15. Okay. So, and you don't live here. You live in uh, Denver, Colorado. Yeah. I used to be here, and then I escaped during COVID. So I still have a storage unit here. Um, but <laughs> I've been uh, in Colorado for now. Uh, Denver is a great place. I remember years ago, I was in the sports business. And my partner and I, Scott Kaplan, did a whole week of shows live from Denver in that Lodi area, downtown, by okay, Coors yeah. Field and yeah. that great steakhouse. And it's a lovely area. Lovely. Yeah. And then, of course, now you can smoke weed there all you want. And a lot of school shootings, though, you know, people forget the very first ever Columbine was uh, in Littleton, Colorado. I was my close to Denver. five miles from there. There you go. Yeah. 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 But you love it there, right? Well, my family's there. And I have a lot of friends still there. And it's beautiful. But I'm more of a water person. So I definitely want to have some sort of... Florida. You know, Florida or... You have or, no yeah. desire to move back here full-time to New York? No, full-time. Okay, so what do you think about the city? The too high. The crime's a little... Well, that's the... I was going to ask you about mm-hmm. that, because you know that me and the mayor have gotten close. Yeah. And uh, we are on a collision course, despite uh, representing two different parties, to try to save this city. Mm-hmm. But you, as a former New Yorker, who now lives in Denver and wants to move to Florida, you're here at least once a month. You don't like what you see. No, I mean, it feels like it's coming, you know, back to life more, but it's just, is it worth the cost? You know, I feel there's so many people living here that are living, aren't able to save, aren't able to build a quality of life and the taxes are insane. And it's like, why would, you know, I don't want to work to just live. Yeah. You know, I want to work to enjoy my life. Sure. So this uh, book, Time to Lighten the F Up, is Mm -hmm. a guide to what exactly? It's a guide to get out of your own way. I think people just make life more difficult than it's supposed to be. We overthink things. We overcomplicate things. And it's just an unfiltered, funny way to get out of your way, whether it be finances. There's even a great chapter in there that you would love called Time to Stop Being Offended. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm sick of people being offended. I I try to offend people almost every day because I love the the effect that it does. I love it. And listen, I don't go too crazy, obviously, but if I could offend one person a day, I'm living, folks. Yeah. You agree with that? Yeah. I know you do. Well, you got to toughen up. I think I offended you last week the first time I met you, maybe even more than once. I don't get offended. You don't get offended? Uh, Never. No. Not really. No. Not at all. Really? Because I don't take it personally. Yeah. 
You know, I have friends that are saying, oh, I can't believe they said this to me. I said, consider the source. <laughs> yeah. It's always a good thing. Who is it coming from? Is it relevant? Is it to you? Or what? was it a bad day? People just, I think people, we've taken on this victim mentality. People just need to toughen up. And you're not a victim. Right. You know? Like, well, you said to me earlier, it's not what happens to you. It's all about what happens, and this is genius, what happens for you. Explain mm-hmm. that to me, if you wouldn't mind. Well, I think people walk around and when things don't go their way or they get stuck in traffic or something bad happens, they they take on this victim mentality of life happens to me. And then you do feel like, oh, this is frustrating. I don't like this. When you say life happens for you, everything becomes lighter and you start to go with the flow. You're stuck in traffic. Life's happening for me. There's a reason I'm five minutes late. Maybe it was God's way of protecting me because there could have been an accident up ahead. Right. So right. if you start looking at it that way, life becomes just more enjoyable. Yeah, I've heard this, and know? I've tried to adopt this policy. And I remember the first time I went to rehab, for example, and at the time I was having a lot of difficulty accepting God. I didn't believe in God. Okay. And it didn't come till years later when my father was dying that I started to accept God. Mm-hmm. And I sat down with my rehab counselor, and he said, what's your problem, man, with God? And I said, well... I live in New York City, and four years ago, these guys decided to hijack a plane, crash into a building. I go, let me tell you something else. A couple of years before that, some guy named Timothy McVeigh blew up a building in Oklahoma City, and little kids, the nursery downstairs, 50 little kids died. I go, how is that for the greater good? And he goes, well, you have to understand, those are evil people. They took their own will. I go, wait a second, wait a second. So when things are good, God is good. And when things are bad, bad people do bad things. That makes no sense. And again, it wasn't until years later when I got really tired and really old and missed my father. I accepted it. But on a real serious, logical basis, it doesn't make any sense. Zero. Zero sense. Yeah, I mean, there's so much. There's, obviously, there's a lot of evil, you know, and there is good. But, um, you know, God gave us free will. So, unfortunately, we're still going to have evil in, in the world. And we can't explain why certain things happen. But you just got to... just Suck have, it up, move on. Yeah. Well, just have faith and just know that, you know, unfortunately, when people pass and when we pass, there's a more beautiful place we're going to. You believe that? Mm-hmm. 100%. Why? I think that's our home. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're here to learn lessons and, and and obstacles and create a difference. Yeah. I always tell people, I say, when you're feeling stressed or you are scared to take a chance or a risk, think about your life review when you get up to heaven when you pass away. What if you're not going to heaven? Like Phil Macedonia, for example, is on a collision course to go to hell. Well, then he better change his ways. You better change. You better start loving Jesus today. And how do you do that? You just love Jesus. That's it. Is that the key to? No, you you just you're a good person, and you accept. You know, if if you are Christian of that faith, and you accept him as our savior, he's he's actually a very very good person. (laughs) I I don't work with anybody who's a bad person. I really don't. Yeah, not on this show at least. There are bad people at the station. I'm not going to (laughs) mention any of them. Uh, One of the things that you do, which I find uh, charming and adorable, is you have you have started this new reality show, at least you're in the beginning stages of it, and it's kind of like a dating game for old people. Now, my grandma, Ann, who was a horrible person, she was evil, my father's mother, just a terrible person. She lived in Delray Beach. And she I lived in... Delray. Yeah, she was in a not Century Village. She was in Kings Point, right? Okay. And my grandfather, Meyer, who was a great man, he wasn't dead 15 minutes, and my grandmother started banging everybody in that place. Ouch. I had a boyfriend named Al Carter. I'll never forget. <laughs> um, but her and her girlfriends 
it was like the TV shows, like the Golden uh, Girls, you know. Oh, yeah. Their husbands all died, and they couldn't wait. Unlike my mom, my dad's dead for a year. She'll never date again. They couldn't wait to date again. And these guys, you know, they start popping Viagra, and men now have sex till they're 90, God bless them. Yeah. So you have a new show that you're well, introducing. trying to get a new trying show. Trying to get yeah. a new show. Tell the folks about it. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Well, I can't say too much because I'm trying to get it. But, you know, we were talking when we had lunch about how the biggest um, STD centers or, like, places where you get STDs was college campuses and then retirement villages. That's unbelievable. The old uh, people. Well, then why would they wear condoms? Because they're not afraid of getting pregnant. Because that those days are over. All people wear condoms. Well, I know they take uh, drugs. They don't. I mean, they don't wear condoms. That's why there's the highest transmission of STDs. Lou, College you hear campuses this? and Do you hear this? The, the two places you're most likely. This is a statistical fact to get an STD is college and a retirement home. Like like your grandmother at Kings Point. Is that unbelievable? Well, I'm one for two so far. <laughs> so I'm getting there. I'm sure I'll be on the other end, too. I'm sure you will be. Yeah, so you're uh, you're trying to... Now, how would your show uh, stop uh, something like that? How would you how would you help... Oh, you're saying they want to have sex. That's the idea. They want to have sex. No, they want They're to meet a relationship. I, yeah. I feel like if you're still alive, you're still craving that human connection. You want somebody to do something with your older years or your lonelier years. Sure. So, you know, you, you want... People get busy. I mean, I'm only 40, and my friends are very busy. A lot of them have younger kids, and they're married, and it's hard to schedule. You're not married. You have no kids. You're very attractive. You're a very beautiful girl, but you don't have any of that stuff. I haven't met the right one, so if anyone is eligible, call into Sid's show and let me know. (laughs) (laughs) If I had a dime. Eligible means high net worth. Right. Uh, uh, Is that what it comes down to, basically? (laughs) Wendy Williams, uh, my wife once asked her that question at dinner. Yeah. And she pointed at me, which was uh, kind of, I told you that story, but yeah. um, it's Awkward. hard when you get to a certain age and you, you're looking for, if somebody, is there somebody out there? Uh, do you get down? You seem like a really, really positive soul. Yeah. Doesn't seem like it bothers you all that much, but I, I don't know what's going on with you in the parts of the day when no one's around. Do you get down or you, you're okay with it? You're okay with that? No, I just, I, I mean, I, I don't want to be in a shitty uh, Oh, sorry, my God. You want to dump that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So I'd rather, like, wait. You know, I, I've been dating and I met some really great people, but I try to take lessons or experiences away. I'd like to meet the right person, but I also don't want to force it right. to get hurt and right. then it not work out because I don't want to get divorced. Well, right now, and my wife is a divorce attorney. That's what she does. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, I think the statistic is about 67%. 67? I believe that's the case. It was yes. 50-50 just oh, no, two no, no, years no, no, ago. No, no, no. Oh, it's going up, sweetheart. It is going oh. up in a big way. Trust I, me. Well, here's the thing. People don't want to work stuff out. Life is hard. People have different opinions. You have to grow with your person. Right. You have to grow. You're going to change. Yeah. You're just, I, am I going to be the same exact person I am when I'm 65 that's a, that I am today? Probably not. Probably not, right. No. What so do you, you have to What grow. do you do for fun? You write books. You make inspirational speeches. I'm like stuffed up. Yeah. yeah but like I said, you're, you're pretty and, and uh, you know, you're young. So what do you do for fun? What is what is a fun night for Madison Malloy? Well, I like to have dinner with my friends, enjoy, yeah. go out. I feel like life is is very short, so I'm never against anything. If people want to go to a, a house music concert, I'm like, yeah, let's You'll go. Do that, Sign right, me up. Right. Not my thing. I'm more of a country. You drink music. a lot. You a big drinker? No, 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 no. But drugs? I love any drugs? Light. No, really. 
No. That's disappointing. Strip clubs? Nothing like that? No. I've been to more strip clubs than you can imagine. Working or just... I'm a uh... go with the flow. I wish. <laughs> I, I wish. wish. I'll get you a job you at what? Rick's tomorrow yeah, if you really exactly. need that opportunity. <laughs> I'll call my buddy Johnny D right now. Yeah. All right. So, so for folks who uh, want to get the book, and when do you think, uh, realistically, the idea about the old person's dating game could actually come to be a reality? When do you think that could be the case? Uh, I don't a know. Year? That's only God's. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, you've written all the, 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 the you've written it already. You, you, have you introduced it yet to a, to nope. a company? Not yet. Okay. Nope. So Bravo is listening. Don't steal it. Right. <laughs> yeah. If Bravo, if you're listening, it's perfect for them. Perfect for them. Oh, I know. And uh, now, now, haven't you written three books or am I wrong here? So I have one book that's out, The Time to Lighten the F Up, and then I'm working on a fictional book series. Um, the first two books in that series will launch uh, sometime in May or June. Right. And uh, we'll... This is about Sweet Lips, Georgia. Yep. Me. There you And go. we will have tons of books coming out um, for the next five to ten years. Awesome. Super excited. And then I'm trying to work on another uh, personal self-development book. I'm debating whether I do something on the morning or if I do something about dating um, or something about more like success and mindset. Right. Uh, Bob Proctor actually had a great book before he died. His last book. I encourage everybody to listen to it on Audible. On the way here, I listened to it. It's called The Paradigm by Bob Proctor. Okay. Unbelievable. Yeah. Right. So if you want to change your life, you got to switch your paradigm. Write a book and, about uh, Donald Trump. Do that, and you'll sure. do well. He. That's the. That's the man right there. I, I know you, you won't talk him, politics. Though. You have to interview him. Would well, you like to interview Donald Trump? Sure. You would. Okay. I don't know enough about him except for like what I kind of hear and see and right. interpret. Right. So if I'm going to write a book about somebody, I need to have a one-on-one conversation. So okay. I got to dig in deep. We'll set it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's going to be like, who's got blonder hair? <laughs> you both have very blonde hair. That's yeah, true. right? Well, I it's... try to get the quaff in the front. No, it looks great. Uh, it's good to see you this morning. I wish you the best of luck with all your books and your TV Thank ideas. You. And you're very, very... Uh, nice person. I, I feel a, a, a oh, good thank energy. You. Yeah. Thank you. Good energy coming from you, which is important on a Monday morning in New York City, especially before it, snow. So thank you yes, for being here. Thank, thank you, you so much for having me. All right, me. folks, that is uh, Madison Malloy.